Hello, you're listening to Jay Sanchez's Attention Deficit. Uh, thank you to the millions of you who tweeted, twatted and twatted. It's uh, at Jay Sanchez AD, J-A-Y Sanchez AD. Uh, of course, every little thing you do is magic, so keep listening. It's really nice to have you. Thanks to Apple and iTunes for taking us, and thanks to tunein.com, 60 million listeners. You can also listen to us there, as well, of course, as our Puff Daddy Diddy sound cloud which is as sound as a pound now normally this radio's program is about me speaking constantly without thinking um and uh today it's slightly different because last night in the capital of england uh, the country that i come from there was a horrific uh terror attack where i believe seven people lost their life so this um this 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 blog, this conversation, this speech is is absolutely normally uh, me talking continuously without stopping. But actually, we're going to have ten seconds of silence as a sign of respect to those who lost their lives and those that love those that lost their lives in the UK last night. I mean, it's true to say that London is probably one of the most multicultural and beautiful capital cities in the world. It's got a great mixture of people from all sorts of places, all sorts of backgrounds. And I think that's really important. I think it's really important to remember that no matter where you come from, no matter where you go, you need to be inclusive. You need to hold people together, not drive people apart. And right now, what Theresa May and that Pratt Trump are doing in the US is driving people apart, putting people into tribes, telling us who we should and shouldn't like, what's right and what's wrong. What we actually have to do is come together. And at moments like this, whether it's a terrorist attack that affects a nation, whether it's a destroyed marriage, whether it's a bunion or a tumour, anything that can bring people together is a good thing. So go out and hug someone today and tell them how much you appreciate them and respect them because you never know where they're going to be tomorrow or you. Now, one of the great things about living in Thailand is that you can never get home at night unless you pay a taxi driver exactly 100 baht or 200 baht, no matter where you are in Bangkok. If you are a phalang like me who puts past a Thai, they don't care. I could be 10 minutes from uh, the studio here Jay Sanchez, 80 Studios. I could be 10 minutes away and uh, it would cost 100 baht. 100 baht. They would just say, give us 100 baht. And I'd be like, you can't. It just can't be 100 baht. That's a ridiculous thing. Because I'm stupid. And then the Thai people that you talk to say, you mustn't do that. You mustn't pay them 100 baht because it's actually only going to cost you 27. But you try saying, you try not getting in a taxi at 2 in the morning when the rain's falling on your head and you're a little bit intoxicated, that 100 baht note is a lot bigger than you think it is in your pocket, and in it goes to that man's hand. Uh, we reward the behaviour you seek, and the behaviour I seek is the behaviour that I had as a child. I love animals, and um, I um, have had a tremendous history of taking the piss out of animals. I once had a Persian cat. It was grey. Uh, she was called Maisie, and she used to urinate in my school gym kit every week. So I would go to school, start to do PE, and I would smell of cat's piss. She was a great cat. One day, I um, was having dinner, because uh, i got a photo of it in my hand. I was having dinner, and she's a very fluffy cat. And because she used to piss in my sports kit all the time, I got like a bulldog clip, and I stuck it on her towel. And she went berserk. But unfortunately, going berserk meant running right across my dinner and ruining it. Because what you don't want to do is eat anything that's had cat's feet upon it. Now, talking about feet, walking down the street, the people that you meet shake their hands, say hello. I wonder how many times you touch people every day. 
or touch yourself. I heard that it was about 400 times you touch yourself. I don't mean down there, like daddy don't touch me down there. I mean, like just generally, people touch their face like more than 200 times, which is insane. But then look at me right now, I'm touching my face. So is the invisible person in the studio. It's like mirroring me right now. I mean, so just think about how many times you touch yourself. You filthy buggers, huh? You filthy, filthy buggers. I'm only talking about that because there's a great big bottle of hand sanitizer on the noticeboard behind me. So um, always wash your hands. Always wear a condom, especially when it rains. Now, what are you going to do when you've got no choice, really, in a general election? What do people actually do when they've got no choice in a general election? Because it strikes me that in the UK at the moment, you've got no choice. Uh, you've got one woman who has one view, which is exclusion, and you've got one man who will never, ever, ever be able to be a leader. Um, so who do you vote for? And the problem is, if you don't vote tactically, you're going to get more of what you've got. And the words of someone else, you can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you just might find you get what you need. I bet fucking Jim Collins doesn't say that in Good to Great. Everyone goes in the airport, buys business books. Oh, I'm going to buy a Jim Collins book. Oh, I'm going to buy an Apple Mac book about Steve Jobs. I want to be like Steve Jobs. Who wants to be like Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs is dead. You need to be like yourself. You need to be a better you. So don't go into an airport and buy airport books because you want to be someone else. Go home and look in the mirror and be a better you. I fucking hate Jim Collins. I mean, I quite like Steve Jobs. He's a lovely guy. And I probably should say that because we're featured on iTunes. <laughs> but um, very nice guy. But I don't want to be like him. I mean, he was a tyrant. I mean, I, actually, I am a bit like him. Things have got to be absolutely right. People don't realise underneath this attention deficit, manic exterior, everything is fucking buttoned up. It's all buttoned up. And if one thing falls out of place, my day falls apart. It's like a house of cards. Talking of cards, I've got a younger sister called Holly. She's beautiful. Uh, I've also got um, uh, arthritis. I was at the hospital uh, last week. Uh, diagnosed with arthritis. Fucking 42 and arthritis. What the hell is that about? The, the, the bones at the base of my spine are slowly fusing together. Does that mean that I'll be permanently erect? So now I'm taking tablets that make my wee go yellow. You know when you wake up in the morning after a big night and you're not drunk enough water and your wee-wee's a bit like yellow? Well, now my wee-wee is yellow all the time. And one of the side effects of this drug is that I myself, in fact, could turn yellow. So I'll be posting pictures uh, via at jsanchezad Twitter of myself just so you can check that I'm not turning yellow. I don't mean yellow peril as in Chinese people because obviously everyone that knows me knows that I love Asia and the Asian culture and Confucianism and Buddhism. Yo, 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 go, 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 buddho, namo dasa. I have a lot of respect because you know what? When you're an expat, when you're a farang, here's to all the farang and the expats. It is not a right to live in someone else's country. It's a privilege. It's a permission. And you treat that country with respect. The reason why I don't go out is because I don't like wearing any clothes. No, that's the truth. But the second reason I don't go out is because I don't want to be associated with white men who go around getting very, very drunk and abusive about Thailand because things aren't going their way. Well, things don't always go your way when you're not in your country. The beauty of Thailand, having never been colonised, is that it is its own country. It's a country of collision and crash and disaster, of confusion. The one thing that brings Thailand together is that it's constantly pulling itself apart. It has succeeded despite itself. 
in spite of itself. And it's succeeded by every, pe every person in this great nation doing what they do best, which is working. Agricultural workers. I have this thing. I grew up in the countryside. I read a book about Southeast Asian studies, and it said that if you're a rice farmer, you actually have similar skills to an Ivy League graduate. Because rice farming is not just being a pretty woman with a hat on, sticking plants in water. It's about irrigation. It's about fertilizer. It's about growth. It's about time. It's about right and wrong. It's about the rain, the seasons. It's about when you harvest. Big shout out to all the rice farmers. It's not an easy job. But it looks quaint, doesn't it? Because actually, that's the other thing that really annoys me. Poverty. Poverty in Asia. Poverty in England looks Horrible. It's basically, you know, dirty people, scruffy jumpers hanging outside WH Smiths, people having a Tommy Tank in car parks, you know, drinking cider. I mean, I'm talking about myself, obviously. But poverty in Thailand is quite pretty. And the thing you've got to get through in Thailand and, and Asia is that poverty is pretty. People are still poor. You will never see, you'll never see emaciated people in Thailand because it's a country that's always learned to fend for itself and feed itself. And the common indicator for Westerners about Thai people, about Asians or whatever, is, you know, oh, they all get skinny, don't they, when they're starving. No one in Thailand goes hungry. But 10% of the population still live under the poverty line as set by the UN, which is $2 a day. We've got to get water to these people. We've got to get irrigation to these people. We've got to get crops and technologies to these people. We've got to get schools to these people. There's no point just buying iPads and leaving them outside of school when there's no Wi-Fi in the school. We need to have inclusive education. You know, the one reason why I like Tony Blair, and I do like Tony Blair, he's not all there, Tony Blair, is because he said, and it got him elected, education, education, education. The only way you change culture and society is by investing in the next generation. The only way you breed love and humanity is by breeding it in the people that you care for. The only way you can create genuine democracy, free speech, all the things that you crave is by standing together and not standing apart. I'm Jonathan Sanchez. Email me at me at jlsanchez.com. Tweet me at at jsanchez, J-A-Y, Sanchez, A-D. And I will speak to you soon. Yo, bro. Peace out.